thought last week's intro was good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We we but we. <laughs> you know what? I want to talk about the hold that Tom Nook has on your soul. I haven't given him a single dollar yet. Yeah, but he's there. He's just over your shoulder. He's watching. He's waiting. He is waiting for he me. He knows you'll come to him eventually. I went. I I went to a store. See. That's the first step. I'm a journalist. I have to do these ah, things. That's how he gets you. I did it for journalism. So you did it for ethics and games journalism. Is what yes. You're okay. He's a raccoon, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. I will just keep it to games journalism then, since there are no gerbils present in Animal Crossing. I'm pretty sure there's got to be a gerbil at some point. I would hope so. So you can buy all sorts of leaf tickets. And they the price is always right in Tom Nook's corner. It's a special offer. What I found is that it's like uh, Isabel, mm-hmm. you know, the young lady who's the mayor's, you know, helper. Yeah. She's now the camp counselor helper. Okay. Um, she just gave me some leaf tickets this oh, really? morning. She's like, we're just so excited. Like, here, have some leaf tickets. And I was like, because it's launch day, like a special launch day thing. I it must have just been like a, a player progression, like early, like an early tutorial progression thing. Yeah. And they're like, here, have some leaf tickets. Hmm. And then there's like other things you can do to get leaf tickets every day. See, they're wetting your appetite. So it's like, here's some leaf tickets. How yeah. about you do this to get some leaf tickets? This is how crack started. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Tom Nook is the dealer. <laughs> Isabel is working the corner yep. for him. Yep. They all slinging those leaf tickets right when you get into the camp here have some leaf tickets and then you get those leaf tickets and you spend them and it's very exciting you want more yeah that's all right that's okay is it well so far because you haven't given him a dime but eventually he's there i didn't buy anything in in pokemon go either so i you know i've i've been pretty steadfast with this i didn't buy anything in fire emblem heroes I bought Mario straight up for the ten dollars. I did too. I didn't I like, even play you. the demo. I'm just like straight up. I want like, this. Thank full game. you. I want yeah. Mario. Yeah. Moving on. By the way, I would play more mobile games if I could do that. Yeah. If I could have paid, like, I would pay. I would pay twenty five dollars to unlock all of PVZ two. Not the progression, but just knowing that along the way I wouldn't have to like grind for any cards. Like I would just unlock them naturally, like you did in the first game, which is yeah. one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, I yeah. own it on like six platforms, and I feel no shame. <laughs> I loved that game, but I just, two bummed me out because of the microtransactions. I loved it on iPad. Yeah, that yeah. was oh, like the killer iPad, the multi-touch. Yeah, dropping all those plants at once. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that was amazing. But the 360 and the PS3 versions had multiplayer. That was pretty fun. Yeah, the way co-op worked was you each only got like four or five cards, so you really had to work together. Like, okay, you have the sunflower, you plot this. I love it. Yeah, you know what we tried to have multiplayer with this week that failed? <laughs> yeah, Rocket League. That was fun. That was an experiment. So I was on PC. Yep. Chris Gerard was on PC because mm-hmm. PC Master is over here. Sure. And, you know, Rocket League on a PC is just so buttery. Yeah. You're over there, newbie, Rocket League Switch. newbie, on your Switch. I'm ready to play. Ready to play. Ready to be involved. Charles Singletary over there on the ps4 first system to get rocket league yeah right works with cross play between pc and ps4 so i was like okay i'll start a private match you guys can join it shack news mm-hmm. the name of it usual password right right and you guys uh i had chris join obviously he's on pc mm-hmm. charles joined he was on ps4 and then you couldn't join yeah 
Charles had to back out and then I could join, but then I would have to back out. Yeah. The Switch user would have to back out or the PS4 user would have to back out. We could not coexist. And this is, I don't know, like I'm excited about the idea of crossplay, but in practice, like this was my first crossplay experience and it was annoying as hell. And it's not Psyonix's fault. It's not Psyonix's fault. Not at all. They're trailblazers. They are. They are. They're trying to do something, and some companies are not playing nice. What if Donovan Donovan plays on Xbox One? He might be the only person I know besides you who has an Xbox One. And if I he would have been involved, Rocket League on Rocket, uh, why would I play Rocket League on Xbox One? It's the same. But what I'm saying, yeah. like, what if he would have joined? Would like, would Charles and I had have had to back out, or Charles and Donovan, or me and Donovan? I think you on a on a Switch, yeah. Donovan on an Xbox One, and me on a PC can play. It's it's Sony. Sony is the hold up here. Because we played with Donovan on Please oh, Take a yes. Look. Yes, we did. That's true. And he was playing on Xbox. And he was playing on Xbox. So it's Sony. It's Sony. Welcome to the Shackcast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. I'm your host, Asif Khan. I'm CEO of Shack News, editor-in-chief of Shack News, chief Black Friday correspondent of Shack News. That's coming up. Yes, it is. Days away. Uh, By with, the time they listen to this, Black Friday yeah, might have happened. It may have happened, or yeah. it, may, it might be Black Friday it still. Be, yeah. It'll be sometime in the realm of Thanksgiving, Black Friday, yeah. and Cyber Monday. We're recording this in the calm before the storm. We record these before they go live. That's these right. aren't live on the internet. We don't live stream to iTunes. No. I don't think that exists. I don't think that I might have just invented something. No. With me, as usually, mm. is my co-host, David Craddock. He's driving across the mean streets, Canton, Ohio. <sighs> Tough times here in Northeast Ohio. Mean dark streets tonight, Asif. Yeah. Because really it gets dark at like four o'clock now. It gets dark super early. <laughs> and it was, you know, it's cold. Yeah. It's uh, cold now. I, I broke my out. winter coat. Broke out the boots. Did you? Yeah. A couple days ago when it was like sub 30s. There have been a few. There were a few days last week. In the past week, I can recall two days where it was spitting snow. So yeah. we're, we're, it's close. It, winter's coming. Yeah, no, I you know I rock New Balances most of the year. Okay, right, and mm-hmm. uh, I got gout, so my feet yeah. don't they don't handle changes in barometric pressure well. Okay, or cold, so I was like, I I I move into the boots a little earlier. Sure, just on pure temperature. When I'm like, when it's below thirty five, I'm like, I gotta wear boots. 
Yeah. It's, just, it's too damn cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> Especially so, when you're when you're rocking New Balances. For sure. They don't, they don't have like a whole lot of meat to them. No, I know. Obviously, you're running your heat and stuff, but do you wear like shoes or house slippers inside during the winter? I wear or? slippers, but I know. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, I walk around barefoot. Okay. Okay. I just try to keep it warm enough. Yeah. You know, like yeah. 73 downstairs or 74. Yep. That's about what I'm running at. Yeah. Because... Yeah, to get your house to feel like 70 in most rooms, you have to set your thermostat like higher. Yeah, you do. You know, especially in, in our living room, we have like a dome ceiling. So it's a few degrees colder out there than it is like in my office or our bedroom, stuff like that. Yeah. Our third co-host wants to be introduced. Oh, yeah. She's been waiting so patiently. Her name's Lola. She's a puppy. She's being very good right now. She was so excited when I got here, man. Yeah. She went ape. Yeah. She actually started barking at you when you stopped petting her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> threw her head back like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, Lola. See, like that? She's like, yeah, that's what I said. She's like, yeah. where are you now? Not petting me. There. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's my bad. So, yeah, she was very excited. She's excited to be here as usually. Yes. Uh, this is episode 13. Fun fact about the number 13. It's my favorite number. Is it? I was born on the 13th of February. Oh. I like the number 13. Okay. So 13, you know? So it's lucky 13 for you. For me, it's lucky. Yeah. Because I was born. Right. I could have not been born. That would have sucked. (laughs) That was pretty lucky. You're pretty fortunate. (laughs) Right? 13 works in your favor. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of 13. Okay. Everyone should be a fan of their birthday. For sure. Right? Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, this is... There's some there's some interesting things happening in gaming right now. You know, we're kind of in a little bit of a news vacuum going yeah. into the the holiday. Mm-hmm. But you have Mario, which is still being played. Yes, I'm I'm making progression in it. I have over a hundred whatever moons, power moons. Okay. Um, New Donk City. Uh, if you you haven't I haven't gotten there, there yet. No. I've been finishing. Do you, do you mind talking a little Let's bit talk about, about it? it? No, see, this, there's the, just something there. The spoilers. Weird thing, that's the weird thing about Mario games. Like, I don't care about spoilers where Mario <laughs> games are concerned. That's always, that's yeah. kind of like weird to me. But yeah, we'll talk about it. It's fine. New Donk City is great. Mm-hmm. It's a level that changes as you progress through it. Okay, and it's really cool. So it's it's a kingdom or like a world, yes. so to speak, like any of the other ones you visit, right? Yes. And is it near the end of the game? No. No. Okay. Well, I haven't gone it's there very yet, much so in the early stages or middle. Okay. You're not very far at all. No. I'm in a water well, I don't remember where I am. Yeah. That's all good. Okay. You you've been I've been deep, a little busy. Yeah. Knee, knee deep in some things. Yeah. In the dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Doom, but <laughs> close enough. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. <laughs> let's, let's tell me Hell. about you've been yeah. in a you've been in a uh a story of development studio hell. Interesting times. Interesting people. Jumping with rockets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I so going back to Mario real quick. Mm-hmm. The uh, That level, New Donk City, man, there's some things in it. I just absolutely love it. It starts out and it's raining. It's dark. Mm-hmm. And you have to accomplish this one goal to make it stop raining. Okay. Right. And then it goes from nighttime to daytime after that Mm -hmm. the city's a little bit more normal okay and then i think you've probably seen this uh it was the e3 demo where they're like uh Mm -hmm. you have to gather musicians for the show oh yeah sure so that's really fun because once you get as you get more musicians into the town hall for the show Mm -hmm. 
the music picks up. So it's like the drum beat to the Mario song. And then oh, nice. you get the basses. It's like the bass line for the Mario song. <laughs> so I, I just go there and hang out with the band sometimes just to hear them. I, I took some photos. I took some video because video capture is now available for Mario Odyssey. Right. Uh, so I enjoy doing that and okay. sharing things on the social medias. Uh, but yeah, I captured Mario dancing to the Mario song. <laughs> and I got him this like black pinstripe suit. Nice. So he's looking pretty fly. Sure. Um, I don't know if you can tell. I, I really love this game. Yeah. It's it's great. It is great. It, it is flawed, but great. Mm-hmm. It, they just need to get over multi uh, or uh, over waggle controls. I was going to ask what you meant by flawed. Is that your main sticking point, the motion controls? Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the game's great. Yeah. It's like a masterpiece of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's. They feel shoehorned in. You it's don't just there's yeah. situations where like in every instance where I've had to use motion controls, sometimes there's wires around them. You can press buttons sometimes. But there are some controls that you where you have to waggle and it doesn't feel like you should have to. It feels like yep. they just wanted to make you do that. And it feels especially dumb in certain configurations for the Switch, because the Switch is a very multi dimensional system, right? Yeah. When you're playing it in tablet mode and you have to shake it, that feels stupid. Yeah. It's also I, it's risky to me. I don't want to shake something I could hold and like break. Yeah. Drop it and break it. I, yeah, that that is that's a risk. Yeah, and yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a dumb risk. Yeah, it seems unnecessary, and it's like not everyone's gonna want to play it uh, with their Joy-Con. Yeah, I play with a Pro controller, and I still have to shake that thing occasionally. It's yeah, it's irritating. No, it's I I don't mind that as much. No, it's, no, it's, I think it's the dumbest. I think it's dumb in general. Yeah, but it's dumbest in handheld. I'm like, why? Yeah. It's a, it's a poor design decision. It should just be an option, but they, they have a history about this. I think I've mentioned this to you before. I loved New Super Mario Brothers Wii, uh-huh. but they bolted on motion controls to that game too. Like when you stand, there's certain platforms you stand on where you have to rotate the joystick. You're holding it, you're holding the remote in classic controller style mode. You yeah. have to rotate it left to right to tilt the platform. It's like, but why can't I just use like a shoulder button yeah. or something else to do that? Yeah. It just felt so unnecessary. Yeah. So getting back to this crazy evolving level. Um, so I did that. I I got all the musicians. Okay, there was another thing where I had to go down in the sewer mm-hmm. under under you know under the city. Yeah, in the pipes. Right. I was like, this is kind of awesome. <laughs> um, but then at the end, when you get the power on and there's the music, she throws a festival for you. Mm-hmm. The festival in New Donk City is a level that's kind of different than the rest of the the time you're in the kingdom. Okay. And the end of it, it, it it was one of my first things that I said when I saw the trailer to this game mm-hmm. in January or whatever, was that Donk, New Donk City, like Donkey Kong would be like the boss. Yeah. At the very end, it's you're in 2D, right? They do this amazing, the whole game. The segues from 2D to 3D are really well done. It's like amazing. Yeah. It's one of those moments. Okay. Where there's, you're in a 2D Donkey Kong game. Yeah. At the very end. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, this is Pauline after all. Pauline, yeah. Donkey Kong, and Mario. There's a love triangle here. There's some history. Yeah. So it's uh, that that's that's amazing. Yeah. I I was like, it. I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like I said, mild spoilers. It's early in the game, and I, I hope I didn't ruin anyone's expectations. But no, uh, I think that this game does a really good job of like tipping its cap. Dirt, dirt, dirt to <laughs> the other moments 
other times of this franchise history. Okay. It's really a celebration of the Mario games. I've heard that at some point, this isn't really a spoiler considering like, you know, the, the clear lineage of this game, but there are a lot of uh, very nice callbacks, direct callbacks to yeah. Super Mario 64, for yeah. example. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it feels like this is, this is like a, this feels like the sequel to Super Mario 64. Kind of. It, it really does. I don't know. I feel like this is just the, this is where Mario is now. This is the, it's the evolution of Mario. Yeah, 3D Mario in particular. Yeah, you know. But I, because we're so close to Game of the Year. Yeah. As I'm playing Mario, there's this fucking game in the back of my head, and I'm like, "Ah." Zelda. Yeah. That (laughs) game's great. Yeah. I don't get flawed too. Oh sure. It's great and flawed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God damn, this is tough. It's it's going to be tough. Nintendo versus Nintendo. And then, then there's PUBG just, just sitting there. But you know what? I don't know if we reported on this, but Player Unknown actually said... Zelda deserves the award, not... I don't know if he said that explicitly, but he said he doesn't feel PUBG should be in the running for Game of the Year. Yeah. Because it's in early access. Because he's not exactly sure when it will be on a full release. Like, he... And I like that. I like that there is mm-hmm. like, currently the darling, the superstar of early access games is like, no, you know what? Like, I'm still, you haven't even seen my final form. Yeah. You know, like he, he knows that he's still kind of metamorphosizing and he, he thinks it's a bit premature to insert his game into the conversation. Yeah. And I respect that. Yeah. I respect him being the one to say like, no, 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 look at these other full complete games. I'm sure he's been invited to attend the game awards. Yeah. I know he was at the Golden Joysticks mm-hmm. and they also won some they were awarded some Guinness uh, World certificates. Yeah, for most concurrent players on Steam, a couple other things. Yeah, they won like six awards, or they, I shouldn't say one. They achieved six Guinness World Record awards. Okay, but to do that, you have to have a Guinness World Record judge there. Right. So they, you have to set it up to win one of those. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was interesting that at a time where he's still saying my game's not game of the year, yeah, he's not a he's not against attending the Golden Joystick Awards and sure. receiving the Guinness World Record awards. So I, I feel like he's saying that probably because Jeff Keeley told him your game might win, you should come. Yeah, and I think his game not being out and being nominated for Game of the Year is weird. I think that's he- why our awards are later this year. I yeah. do want to make it so that we can include this game. If it releases on PC... It should be eligible. It should be eligible. Sure. There's a lot of shackers that love this game. To be honest, I, I have an issue with um, a lot of ceremonies that... A lot of end-of-the-year award-type ceremonies that go down like late November, early December, because there's still products coming out in whatever categories or industry you're referring yeah. to. Like... Um, Final Fantasy last year. Final Fantasy last year, but also like in books. I'm a big book guy. Mm-hmm. Goodreads is like, oh, this is the last week to get your votes in for the best book of the year. I'm like, but you know what? Like, there's some books like I'm neck deep in uh, Brandon Sanderson's Oathbringer. I'm like, yeah. you can't tell me I have a week to read a 1,200 page novel, man. Yeah, like it's it's just too it's too soon. Yeah, I know that they want to like hype it and you know roll out these awards in like December, but just wait a little bit. Give yeah. people time to enjoy everything. Nope. Jeff Keeley has spoken. Jeff Keeley has spoken, but I guess I guess uh, in regard to like the Guinness World Records, the Game of the Year stuff, I guess maybe he looks at those as what they are like two separate categories. Like, yeah, I think Game of the Year. A lot of developers, you know, uh, most people I think don't set out to like make the best game of the year, but they also you know, understand 
like the tradition of those awards. Like, yeah. Let's judge complete products. Let's not insert a product into the conversation unless it's ready to be there. When I met him mm-hmm. at uh, Tokyo Game Show, yeah, and we we chatted for like twenty five minutes on camera, but we we also were just talking before and after the interview. Mm-hmm. He's a very humble person. That's cool. And he comes from he came from very little, and you know he had a life that he was fine with mm-hmm. now he has wealth and success and he doesn't seem like he's changing at all he's just still kind of that same guy and he's i think a different developer wouldn't be saying things like this yeah going into an award season you know i think it's commendable that he is saying no i don't think my game should be up for game of the year yeah but it's not going to change all of his fans from saying it's their favorite game this year. No, no. And I mean, that's fine. You know, everyone deserves a voice. I think ultimately it's up to the people who run Game of the Year Awards to decide what's eligible and what's not. And as yeah. you say, if a game, if it hits 1.0 this year, then it should be up for contention. If not, yeah. then I'm sorry. No, it shouldn't. Yeah, yeah I kind of view our awards are probably going to be the last. We usually do them like the last week of the year. Yeah. We write them before. Right. But we'll run them that that holiday week, yeah. Kind of, um, and with the Shack News Awards, I think we'll we'll film them probably in the middle of next month, mm-hmm. and then yeah, we'll send out the awards to we'll contact everyone, and let them know. Cool, because I doubt many people are gonna want to fly to Ohio for the the Shack News Awards. I mean, how many rooms you got here, man? You're gonna have to put some people up, have the ceremony. Got, I told like last week, yeah. It's never. Th- this is the best time of year to come to Northeast Ohio. Hotels are super cheap. It is. You know, flights here very affordable. Yeah, I don't understand why Ohio tourism isn't a bigger thing. It's kind of weird. I don't really either, particularly because like you've got the Cleveland, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. Yeah. Pro Football Hall of Fame is in Canton. It's not like there are no sites here we're seeing. We've the Inventors Hall of Fame is in Akron. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I'm an Ohio native. It, isn't like the things. largest cuckoo clock in the world also? In uh, Navarre, I could see that. Navarre of all places, sure. <laughs> there's some sure. I think it's, there's some weird cuckoo clock in Navarre that you could go see. Hmm. Well, now I'm gonna <laughs> it's have to Navarre, Navarre. Or Worcester. Okay, I can't. I've been there. You've seen the cuckoo clock. I've seen the cuckoo clock. Were you impressed? Yeah, it was huge. It's okay. a big cuckoo clock. Okay. All right. <laughs> it must have been a field trip. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes like, sense. I had some like stony middle school teacher that somehow talked the school into us going to see a cuckoo clock. Or I, I think that was it. I'm pretty sure. I went to a small school with hippie teachers. They're like, let's go see a cuckoo clock, kids. All right. One time we went to a chocolate factory. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't think. I'm blanking on the name. It's here in Canton. Yeah. What am I thinking? What was it? I'm blanking on the name. It's near the airport. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the name either. It's no, in North but I've, I've gone there and I've toured it, and you get like the chocolate samples, yeah. you know, the cast-offs from their assembly line or whatever. What is the name of this? I don't know. Hmm. I might, I might have to Google it. Yeah, but, uh, it's uh. But the point is, we have a lot of stuff in Ohio. There's a lot of stuff worth checking out. Yeah, it's affordable too. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, let's see, Candy Factory. It's Candy Factory something. Something Candy Factory in Canton, Ohio. Rocky Mountain Chocolate. Harry London. Harry London. That's it. 
Harry, Harry London on Lowby Road. Okay. Right by the airport. It is right by the airport. Right by the airport. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> now now that, that we've we, solved this mystery. Now that we've solved this mystery, right. we can we continue our conversation. <laughs> but yeah, I think game of the year is really damn tough this year. It is. And you know what? Like, there's it comes up. I think um, Ben Pack, I think his name, an editor from GameStop, GameStop uh, Giant Bomb. Uh, I've got that whole network of sites on my mind. Um, said that like, you know he hates when people kind of bring the claws out for game of the year, and I do too. Uh-huh. I look at game of the years. I think it's really exciting because I love to have really meaty discussions mm-hmm. about games, and it, I'm I'm not out like I'm like backing my horse. Like yes, I'm I'm uh, Zelda is my vote has been since like E3 last year. If I'm being honest, it, the I think the the problem is we're not being. It's not about. Uh, championing a game it's your opinion right it's and that's when you put a bunch of games journalists in a slack chat or whatever together yeah and we all have our opinions of what makes a great game yeah that's why it gets catty is because you're getting you're seeing an argument over what each individual believes determines the value of a game but that's what i like about it i don't like the academies i don't like the really like sports mentality of i'm rooting for my team and screw your team what i really love is i love the the arguments because you get people who who are passionate about their favorite game and they want to espouse its merits and just really talk about it and champion it not in a screw you i have to win but here's why i love this game sort of way yeah i love those discussions i think right now like last year the shack staff was almost almost 100 percent on board with doom you know, Overwatch is also popular. I don't think so. You don't think so? It was uh, was it split more? It was. I think it was. There were a lot of people championing Doom or Overwatch before I came in and said I was going to shut down the site. <laughs> right. I don't think people were on board with Doom. I think Overwatch was going to win. Maybe I just had Doom tinted goggles on. But no, I was looking at the votes in like oh among the staff. I had been looking at them as early as like August last year. And people were... I was just pinging people and like, so what's your game of the year? And a lot of people were like, I like Overwatch. And I'm like, you're wrong. Well, <laughs> but that, that's a great shooter too, though. But the thing is... Like, and, was, and that's my point. Is like, That's it. It's yeah. a great shooter. Overwatch is a good game. A yeah. very good game. Yeah. It's a Blizzard polish. It's like if Pixar made a shooter. That's how I describe Overwatch. Yeah, sure. You know, and it's high quality. It absolutely is. So I... I but you know you don't like playing online multiplayer I, games. That's I was going to say. If Overwatch had a campaign uh, of any sort, yeah, I would have uh, put a lot more stock in it. But it just wasn't for me. And as you say, it's purely subjective. That was what bothered me. Yeah, was that it took a, it, and it, other games are trying to copy this formula. Mm-hmm. They took a multiplayer game, a multiplayer only game, mm-hmm. and made it character driven. Yep, by creating short videos. Mm-hmm. and stories like around the, the team fortress 2 model really yeah they made a team fortress 2 game yeah but they did it with that blizzard polish yeah so it worked right but i can't say that that game made me feel the way that doom did no you know like the sense of accomplishment when you get past different parts of doom mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't say just the whole game the there's moments in that game where you're like yeah (laughs) that game is a that game is a rush yeah and it wasn't even nostalgia talking like i enjoyed that game on its own it was exactly what i had been looking for from a first person shooter speaking as someone who used to love the genre but was very turned off by the call of duty and battlefield clones yeah it was exactly what i was looking for a single player focused shooter with a lot of really great elements that 
uh, it just felt like the total package as far as a single player experience was concerned. For me, it's like I wanted a campaign that wasn't about killing people or you know like you look at all the call of duties yeah you look at the battlefield stories you look at a lot of these things you're killing human beings a lot of them right yeah. and you're killing you know brown people in some cases russian people asian people right there was a, there even if they weren't trying to put a political tint tilt to it there was one yeah and I like killing demons. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad about killing demons at all. No. There have been moments in the Call of Duty series where I'm like, this is fucked up. Yeah. That terrorist scene where you're in the airport. Yeah, Modern Warfare 2 at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. I and mean, that was where I was like, I'm done with this shit. I yeah. don't want to feel like this while I'm playing video games. I can totally. That, there's two games that made me feel really shitty while I was playing it. That moment mm-hmm. and GTA 5 when you're Trevor and you have to torture, to torture. people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't progress the game without torturing people. I mean, on the one hand, like that is where video games are unique because no other medium can make you experience that. Yeah. And that it can either, you can either sympathize with the character, which might be good. Cause like, I don't think like most good characters aren't like 100% good or evil. Yeah. But also just kind of feel disgusted, which you should. And that can deepen your empathy with the other characters. But I I agree with you. I think my thing is, what I loved about Doom was that it was very unlike Call of Duty and Battlefield campaigns in that it was non-linear. I grew up playing first-person shooters with huge levels, a lot of exploration. Yes, the ultimate goal was get to the exit. But I loved going down side passages. I loved exploring every room. I loved finding all the secrets. Mm -hmm. Call of Duty and Battlefield would punish you if you go off the track, if you take too long, getting from set piece to set piece. I I don't like roller coaster campaigns. No. I love to be just set loose. Yeah. And that was what Doom was. No, Doom was a callback to those. It was. But with with, with modern trappings that mm -hmm. worked really well, like upgrade systems and so forth. But the glory kill. Oh, the glory kill is... Uh, it was a rush that's the that was to me that was their like yep this is fun yeah they made vicious killing super fun and visceral and they didn't dwell on it like it wasn't no it wasn't like uh like i love the brutal doom mod but i don't do fatalities in that because they take too long it slows my my momentum yeah uh the glory kill's got that it's like a quick boom boom like a second and a half at most and then you're back into it but that's also why i kind of like overwatch is that it's not this game that's about killing people yeah you know there's it's mainly objective based there is a death match now but those characters are it's like a benetton ad from yeah. 2017 for you know sure what I mean? for like, sure you got the monkey who's kind of smart we got this yeah this girl you know so it's like and there's a lot of females in it yeah so it's it's yeah. good representation all around they've I, added to the character backstories so I, I commend blizzard for making a game that's kind of trying to unify everybody yeah and at the same time killing each other right yeah it's it's not to me it's i'm not like oh won't someone think of the children about the violence i'm right. like bring on the violence for sure and i think both those games did it in a way where the vanilla call of duty be battlefield games don't yeah you know and that's why i understood why they were in the conversation and i did put overwatch high up on my list mm-hmm. you know because it's a good game yeah but it, it became about opinions you yeah. know going back to game of the year discussion and it mm-hmm. was like my opinion was that i didn't want to own a shack news that didn't think doom was game of the year because yeah. that was like if there was any site last year to tip their cap to it, it should have been us. Right. Because Doom 3 did not live up to anyone's expectations. 
It was good. I liked it, Doom 3 a lot. I know you liked Doom 3. I liked Doom 3 more than Half-Life 2. Whoa. I said it. Oh, my God. And I don't take it back. I mean, wow. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but, but, but I know what you mean. But the thing is, like, to be very clear, if Doom 2016 was bad, I would have called it bad. And I reviewed this game. Mm-hmm. I reviewed it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if there's any site that would tip its cap to, to uh, it, it would be Shack News. But also, like, just being 100% honest, they made a damn good game. No, that's what I mean. And they deserve to be applauded for that. Yeah, like, but it was... Maybe the best game of the year. We are hypercritical of shooters on our site. Yes. Especially id games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we we do not give nines out to shooters. No. Easily. No. And we gave out two last year, Overwatch and Doom. Right. So, you know, and I think it was, uh, like, this year, it's been a a lot of sevens. You know, Lawbreakers got a seven. Destiny 2 got a seven. Mm -hmm. So, get a nine out of ten from Shaq, and you're an FPS yeah that is a big deal that's a that's an excellent game yeah so that last year we had two excellent games go head to head right it was overwatch and doom really this year you have mario zelda PUBG, horizon i think will be in the horizon a lot of people and uh persona 5 persona 5 yeah Mm -hmm. i would say that those that was the the game awards top five now we do a 10 we do a list of 10 mm-hmm. on our site. Mm-hmm. But here are the 10 games of the year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also think uh, we're, we're going to do some other more fun things. I think we should. I'd, I'd like to talk about this just a bit. But just because, like, again, I'm not, like, out to rip anybody's throat over their choice. I'm just genuinely curious. What other games do you think could make your list? I'll ask specifically. Just Quake Champions for you. Does it make your top 10? No. No. Well... Because you are out. a huge, it's not out. It's not out. Well, yeah, I guess if it, if it were out, what would you uh, would it would it rank in your top ten? Because you're a big Quake fan, more more than I am. Even I prefer Doom over Quake. If it did, it would be low. Yeah, but probably not. Mm-hmm. The game I think is being left out of the discussion is Hollow Knight, and yes, it's, it's excellent. Yeah, it, it, you know, and it, I think. Ori and the Blind Forest got a lot of credit the year it came out. Yeah. I think Hollow Knight's just as good, if not better, in, in, a, in a similar way. Okay. You know, it's a side-scroller. The art style's amazing. Yeah. Um, the Ori sequel, that's coming out next year, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I look forward to that, too. I have to beat Ori first. Red Dead 2 next yeah. year. Oh, man. Yeah. But what I was saying is that we're yeah. really in a time where there's a lot of excellent games. Yeah. So I think our Game of the Year awards really should be celebrating how great this year was for games yeah this might have been one of the best years ever for video games absolutely and you know we've we've we talk a lot about this company and their system this year but nintendo might be having their best year ever yeah you know from just switch yeah to now what's going on with animal crossing today yeah you know to to a new mario and zelda out in the same year and both fantastic games yeah so it's a, they're having a hell of a year. Yeah. And, you know, I I don't know. It'll be interesting. It will. You know, our, our staff has gotten younger this year mm-hmm. uh, through turnover, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. From a year ago to now, there's not a whole lot of the same people here. No. Uh, you know, Brittany's still here. You're still here. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Ozzy's back. Right. Um, yeah. Like, it's it's a, 
it's a new class. I was going to say the, the staff this year, we have a very diverse staff, uh, not only in terms of their backgrounds, but in the types of games that they like. We mm-hmm. have people championing PUBG. We have other people championing you know other games other than like the divinity Mario's original Zelda. divinity yeah, yeah. Uh, that that game's getting some some love from charles this yeah. year mm-hmm. uh chris said he was gonna have it high on his list mm-hmm. so yeah i think there's it's tough to say in with this group yeah. what, what's gonna win right um but i'm sure all of, almost everyone will have zelda somewhere on their list mm-hmm uh, i think chris is giving it negative points because of the graphics dude chris is you know what I love Chris. He is a card-carrying member of the PC Master Race. If oh, you totally. ask him okay, the first, if you ask him what he does on God Zelda, the first thing he'll say is, "Oh, the graphics and performance." Like yeah. he's looking for the, those those max setting games. Yeah, I love Zelda's art style. Now I can I can say that. Yeah, he said that too. Yeah, he did say that too. But he'll list like the graphics and performance first. Yeah. I think graphics and visual direction are different. Yeah, and he knows that. But like he's definitely someone who who's coming from a PC. Oh yeah, background. Oh yeah, so then you know. I think that makes it tough for for yeah. Zelda in that sense. Yeah, I don't think Charles has played Zelda yet. Um, Does he have a Switch? Yeah. Okay. Everyone on staff has a Switch. Okay. I made sure of that. Okay. Like, who doesn't have a Switch? Right. You fuckers now have a Switch. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're gonna need a lot of these. Right. Um. But yeah, it's uh. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what'll happen, man. I, I'm kind of. I think PUBG might win, even if I I I use my I'm gonna shut down the website card. You can't play that card again among the the staff or the chatty community as well. When you add the chatty as one vote, yeah, to our staff, mm-hmm. I think it could push Game of the Year over to PUBG. <laughs> but I, it's early, and I there's a lot of shackers that love Zelda. Yeah, we still have threads almost every day about that game. Yeah. Because a lot of people on the are chat, still getting the chat a switch. Is the forum, by the way, yeah, the chat is our forum, our community. There are a lot of people who are just getting a switch, and one of the first games they buy. It seems like people are buying Mario Odyssey, Zelda, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Those are like the three must-have games right now. And Rabbids. And, and Rabbids, but like as far as I think first-party stuff, I think those are mm-hmm. Nintendo's big three uh, this year. No, Honestly, I mean it'll be an interesting discussion. I, I think Splatoon Two deserves to be mentioned in Game of the Year, it, at least in that that that. But that bundle that of games. That bundle of first party stuff, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, to okay. me, I've gotten more value out of that game than I have Cart. Because I already played Cart. It's the for, best Cart, though. It is the best Mario Kart. I understand it's the best Mario <laughs> Kart. I want an F Zero. Oh, I know you do. We That's don't need true. to go into this again. No, let's not go into it. It's painful for everyone involved. It's not right. I know. <laughs> this system's too good to not have an What F-Zero. have I done? That's what I want. Okay. Give me, dear uncle at Nintendo. Yeah. Give me F Zero Switch. Let me ask you this. Arms. Is mm. it in the discussion? No. No. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, I feel like as far as fighting games go, Nintendo probably this year through arms sales and, and feedback. Oh, then they had Pokemon uh whatever the hell. Ultra Moon. No. Poltermon Pokemon uh DX. For Switch, it's a oh yeah the Pokemon tournament to- tournament. Sorry, yeah. I was like Pokemon yeah Pokemon tournament yeah. DX yeah. That's it's like true. they were they were actively not trying to sell fighting games this year. If yeah. the, if they launch with Pokemon and Arms yeah, and they have Smash with Amiibo support in their back pocket. Yep, 
They're clearly waiting for something there. Next 2018. Yeah, that's got to be a 2018 game. I think we'll see two Smashes. I wouldn't be surprised if we book it. I, I think in the spring we'll get a Smash Brothers 4 Deluxe type package. You and know, then a U new port. Smash? At, by the end of the year, sure. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. It's been, uh, it'll have been four years since Smash 4 on Wii U. Didn't that come out in like 2014? But that, that eSport is so vibrant right now. They want to keep it going? Yeah. They're not going to touch it. That's why and, they'll bring and, it to Switch. They added GameCube controller support. No, they support. have to bring it to Switch. Yeah. That has to come to Switch. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to be in any rush to make a new Smash. I think they're going to ride that wave, man, because mm. there's some superstars being made in the, the Pro Smash 4 uh, tournaments. Well, right, but I'm saying, ah, okay, new Smash, maybe they'll push that off to 2019. I can't see them going much later than that. Yeah. But Smash 4 Deluxe... You know, bringing the Wii U game to Switch, I think that happens next year. That's has, the, that's their fighting to. game. Of that, that. It has to. Yeah. Because that game is super popular right now. Yeah. In eSport. Yeah. You know, it's like one of the most popular eSports out there. Yeah. So, yeah, and they've really found a new love for eSports this year. Yeah. You know, they founded new Nintendo Versus. They're doing all these things on the Disney XD channel. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't see them. But then again, Melee's still popular in eSports. <laughs> But yeah. I just think they're gonna they'll they'll milk us with a DX smash. Yep. And then a year later they'll come with it. Okay. And somewhere in between there we'll get an F Zero game. Sure we will. It'll be great. Sure we will. I actually have an update on Resident Evil Two. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> what about it? It's a nominal update. <laughs> what did you hear? Capcom's like, Yeah, it's gonna be a third person game, to which I replied, No shit. They said that? Yeah. I mean, because they said third person, but like They've all, except for seven, they've all been third person. There's third person over the shoulder, like Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6. And then there's third person with static camera angles, like the original Resident Evil 2 and the other classic games. Yeah. So is it going to be third person with static camera angles? Nobody knows. They're just like, oh, it's going to be third person. Wait, like, they well, said yeah. that? When did they say that? There was some like a minor update within the last week. So minor, it's just this like little blip. They didn't send out a PR thing. No. It was like a reply to a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that CD Projekt Red thing? Oh yeah, we leave greed to others. Yeah, sure. Oh, I, I mad props to them. Mad props. <laughs> I I was like impressive, so most impressive. I bring this up because I think Asif, we're going to see a Resident Evil Two trailer at the Video Game Awards. Really? Yes, I do. Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Now we got something from. Dude, Capcom. it's it's hey, it's still it's Resident Evil Two. It's Resident Evil. Resident Evil still. I mean that. Hey, Resident Evil Seven's in Game of the Year contention mm-hmm. for a lot of people. It's hard to remember things move so fast in this world, but you know Resident Evil Seven January. Yeah, that's a great scored game. scored very well. It's a great game. Yeah. Uh, damn, that's a good point. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way Quake Champions makes the top ten, man. It's not good. It's it, just not bad. It is a good. It is. Uh, it is an update to Quake Life. No, I'd rather play. I'd ra- I would rather have that. <laughs> yeah, so would I. I've been playing some Quake. Honestly, recently. you just update Quake Live with the graphics of Quake Champions. Okay, but no, it's not that. Trinity. They added these powers and these pickups for the powers, and they screwed up the rocket launcher. And then they had to patch the rocket launcher like fifteen times this year. Do you know the irony? Is that Quake Champions started as an expansion for Quake Live? Yeah. Yeah. Should have just been that. Should have just been that. But they needed to do something new. Yeah. Tim Willis needed to do something. 
Proof why he's still there. I would play it more if it had bots. I know that's like a running gag with me, <laughs> but I think bots add a lot of value on this shit. How else are you supposed to practice? If you want to practice Quake Champions, you actually have to get into a game with other people. You can't get, like you can't play at your own pace how, learning how to maps. Get, how, uh, how to play Quake? Get good. Get good, noob. It's that's it. But man. no, but you can't like in, in Quake Live and Quake Three. You could load a map with just like one bot and just run around, learn the layout, learn the weapons, turn them on stupid mode, just like You can't do that in Champions. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. Yeah, I I don't know. It's like it's that's a, a huge selling point for me. It's a game that was built just for esports in mind. Yeah, and they have the money to make sure it's an esport. But you look at who won QuakeCon. It was a team from like Eastern Europe. Yeah, and like you look at even online. Like I look at who's replying to Quake online on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it's people from Europe. It's it's, just, it's like it's found a niche. That yeah. game will find its niche. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good, but I would not consider it for game of the year. It's early access. Yeah. And like we didn't consider Astroneer last year. That right. came out. Right. I don't know if it would have made anywhere up on our top ten, but still, like mm-hmm. we don't consider early access games in right. our game of the year. Right. I think we're gonna continue that. I think that's a good policy. Um I think there's a category for that. Yeah. You know. It's like your game finally came out. Mm-hmm. So now we'll rate it. Yeah, because if we don't have a review for you, why should we consider you for game of the year? Right, that's kind of where my logic is on that. Yeah, but yeah, we have a lot to think about, huh, Lola? We sure do. It's been a good year for games. It's the year of the games. It is. It's one of the best years I have ever witnessed in video games. Yep, and that's amazing. I see, see PUBG happen is cool. It like is. the birth of a new, a new guy, a new company. A new game. Yeah, good for them. Good a for new him. franchise. You Player know? Unknown seems like a genuinely good dude. I agree with you. Yeah. Like I I don't know. Maybe next week we hear some horrible story about him molesting someone. So I don't want to put I don't want to put my stamp my Nintendo seal of quality on anyone these days. Yeah, I know. So you never know. It's scary. But I have no information on that and I think he's probably a nice guy from what yeah. I've met. What I usually say is from my assessment of being around someone, they yeah. seemed really nice. Yeah. And he seem he seems really humble. It's cool to hear him say, "No, my game isn't game of the year." You want to see people because like Cliff Blazinski would not say that. No, he'd be like, "Yeah," he'd rev his chainsaw gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I don't think Lawbreakers is going to be in the discussion for a lot of people. No, Lawbreakers worse than Quake Champions. <sighs> Quake Champions isn't that bad. No, it's just it's just kind of there. They need a version of Quake Champions that's just Quake. Get rid of the powers. Just give me Quake. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done that. I mean, I guess I guess I'm not surprised because like they're they've invested a lot of time and resources into the champions. Just abilities, one mode. Just yeah, they just, they should they should add a mode. Ranger mode. Yeah. Just add everybody. Set everybody to like default like ranger settings for armor and. But like, don't give me 100. rangers powers. No 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 no. Just pure shooting. Yeah, just give me a shooter. Everybody has the same speed. Health, mm-hmm. armor, no you know, powers. You know, one of my most anticipated games, because you know, we mentioned this last week, mm-hmm. this new category, mm-hmm. Project 1v1 from Gearbox. Yeah? I'm interested. I'm interested. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. is that That's coming out next year, right? They didn't say anything. Well, okay. like, there's like some alpha going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm interested. Okay. I'm interested to see Project One v One. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right up my alley. Okay. If it's a one v one shooter, wow, Lola's going to town on you. She is. 
Um, I need a towel. <laughs> she is, she is a towel. bathing me here, man. She is. She is a towel. I'm going to wipe my hand off on your head. Okay. That's the plan. <laughs> she licks you until you, you wipe off all of her slobber on her. Yep. It's the circle of Lola. Yeah. So I guess that's enough jibber-jabber about Game of the Year, which that was a hell of a tangent that we went on because I was talking about Mario. But anyway, Donkey Kong was yeah. awesome. Okay. I won't say anything else about Mario Odyssey except that I really like it. Okay. And I can't wait to hear more about what you think of it. Because I know you're more of a 2D platforming guy. I, but I there's am. a ton of 2D platforming no, in this. I, you know what? And you know this. I just finished writing a damn book. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't played games in weeks just because I made, especially Elastic, I made a huge push to get finished with the first draft of certain yeah. chapters. And it's it's finally all done. I've been editing this week and will next week. And we'll probably publish it by the end of next week. So I'm disciplined, man. You did it. I did it. For Shaq News. I sure did. That's crazy. My reward will probably be an entire weekend of Mario Odyssey and, and Zelda. Yeah. I think that'll be a good thing. Yeah. That's around the room. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. That'll be good. It'll be good to not have to write about Quake anymore. It will. And the horrible, horrible things that happen. I might never write or think about Quake again. I was going to ask you, like, do you want to play Quake? I do. I still enjoy it. one and two especially. <laughs> like after all of this, do you you still want to go back and play one? I do. Uh, I think two might actually be my favorite game because that campaign was really fun mm-hmm. and I liked the weapons. I didn't really care for the rocket launcher, but I have no complaints about it. Oh, the grenade launcher, grenade launcher in two is also not as satisfying as one. Yeah, one's grenade launcher felt so heavy that bong 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 how it bounced off. Yeah, Ugh. I loved I love the feedback. I think that weapon. Two, I I wasn't as big of a fan of the, the grenade launcher. It was just rail for me. Yeah, that rail gun. Ugh. Rail gun. They also had like I liked the shotguns in that game. Yep, <laughs> with the super shotguns. Great sound. Great feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the campaigns. Yeah, because the shotgun in Quake One wasn't that great. It wasn't. So I actually talked about this. We explored it in the feature, but the idea there, John Romero said, you know, we could have just replicated Doom's shotgun, but one of their their precepts was don't just do the same thing. Even with Doom, he said if there if we ever designed a level in Doom that could have been made in Wolfenstein, we would scrap it because we want to do new stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he said for the shotgun and Quake, we want that to be the starting weapon, but we also want something that fires a little faster rather than the longer reload. Yeah. So it was just a change. You know, yeah, Quake 2 shotgun was definitely more in line with Doom's. It was. Uh, and I liked it better, but I also like I liked the direction of Quake 1 shotgun as well. I... The, I I thought there was a place for both. Yeah, there definitely is. You know, but I I just I I liked Doom Shotgun, man. Come Doom on, Doom Shotgun is the best shotgun. Super satisfying shotgun. But he also said that like because they didn't start you with a pistol in Quake, the shotgun was supposed to fill that starting weapon role and also be a shotgun. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want your first weapon to be too slow. Oh, okay. which makes sense when that you think about it that sense. way. So. Well, uh, that's just one of the gajillion tidbits ugh. of information that you have about this series. That's right. But I find it interesting that you still do want to play the game. Because we should play it sometime. We should. Uh, we'll do a stream or maybe around the launch of the the article. Article. Huge air quotes. Article. Article. Yeah. Um, but, but speaking about Nintendo, you've been playing animal crossing i have on mobile i have i haven't got to try it yet for reasons i just explained so <laughs> so why don't you dig into this game what do you think of it so far i like it a lot uh it's got that nintendo 
seal of approval from me. Okay. It, or seal of quality. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I was worried about the microtransactions going into it, but it really appears like you can do certain tasks every day. Like there's dailies that you can get those tickets for. You don't feel herded toward the, the in-app purchases. No. Okay. But it's a thing where, okay, so I, I shook some trees cause I had to get some fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a time, like a countdown appear mm-hmm. when I did that. That means in three hours, I'll be able to come back and shake that tree again. Oh, so I see leaf ticket opportunities everywhere for this game. Like the, it's not that they're, they're not hurting you to it, but it's, it's ever present. And then like shortly after, you know, when you start it, you get some leaf tickets yeah. and they're like, Hey, you know, we're going to build you this couch, but if you give us some leaf tickets, it'll get done sooner. <laughs> You know, that, that almost reminds me of, like, Moons and Super Mario Odyssey. How almost everything you do, you're rewarded yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool. So similar in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my favorite part of Animal Crossing is the fishing. Mm-hmm. And the fishing appears to be free. So I'm very happy Have about you that. gone fishing yet? I've gone fishing. Very nice. I've caught a couple squids, uh, a mackerel, uh, one other fish, and then uh, I got a net. That you can fish with. Oh, cool. And I caught like four fish with the net. That was exciting. Uh, I really like it. I think it's going to be a, a time waster for me, which is what mobile games are. You know, I've been playing. Yeah, yeah. This year has been a series of different mobile games for me, but mainly balls. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this game, I like it because I, I already had friends visiting my camp. You know, I, oh, vis- yeah, I visited sure. my brother's camp. Now my brother and I have a new game to compete with. Yeah, he's like, check out my couch. The rivalry <laughs> continues. Yeah, now it's gonna. We found our new thing to compete over. Okay, and it's gonna be how awesome our camps are. He's gonna nice. S- he'll screenshot his camp and be like, look how awesome my camp is. Your <laughs> camp sucks. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the rivalry continues. Uh, Thirty six years in the making, going strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you have different like ta- different campsites you can visit. Mm-hmm. There's one by the water. There's one like in the woods. Like there's different animals in all of them. You have to befriend those animals. Okay, it's like very similar to the other game. Uh, locomotion, it like you just point, you just touch on the screen where you want to go. Your character goes there. You tap nice. the water to cast your your fishing pole. Mm-hmm. The touch screen works extremely well for input in this kind of game. Okay, that was my biggest concern. But yeah, it feels great. You know, it's Very the cool. same stuff. Like, you know, like, okay, tap the tree to shake the tree. Mm-hmm. Tap the apple to pick up the apple. So it's all very intuitive and fun. I like that. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's Animal Crossing to me. It's it it serves the same purpose as Stardew Valley does for a lot of people. It's like down chill time. Mm-hmm. I was playing it in bed this morning, like mm-hmm. just kind of like looking at the screen, like oh okay, this is nice, mm-hmm. and the music's nice. Uh, one thing that I really liked, I mentioned to you before the show started, there is some loading in between the campsites or whatever, or when you're starting the game. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo, being Nintendo, mm-hmm. gamified the load screen. So you're nice. in, you you're in a camper, right? You're in your RV, yeah, and you're driving in between campsites mm-hmm. in the load screen, and you're as you move across the thing, you can jump to pick up coins. Oh, nice. And they end up giving you those coins. Like, they go towards your player progression. That's awesome. So I was like, 
you gotta love it when you're in a load screen but they make it part of the game yeah that's cool it's those little things that make me love nintendo yeah whatever companies can do to make you forget that you're waiting yeah to do something yeah especially on mobile yeah like who wants a load screen on mobile right the first thing i thought was ugh a load screen mm-hmm. but then i'm like oh my god i can play this game <laughs> yeah no that's cool that's a nice little detail that's a nintendo touch yeah the midas touch that they yeah have. so i so far i'm liking it okay i think it's really cute it's family friendly you know i'm sure my nephew's gonna play it because uh, my brother will show it to him but it's something that adults are gonna play mm-hmm. um but i haven't felt compelled to give tom nook my money yet or your soul no well yeah not yet okay you know, and I think it's got all those. It's it's that typical Nintendo strategy of here's a property yeah. that we care about. Mm-hmm. We're putting it on mobile for the first time, mm-hmm. and for people who don't have a Nintendo system, they're meeting these characters for the first time. Like here's Isabel, here's KK Slider, here's Tom Nook. Mm-hmm. That you're gonna create a relationship yeah. for a lot of people. That when Animal Crossing does launch on Switch they're already going to know these characters. So it does feel like here's a taste of Animal Crossing, but the big kahuna, like what was on GameCube or what was on 3DS, yeah, I think is still coming. For sure. You know, I was just wondering if, uh, you know, in the last Switch system update, they added uh, support for GameCube controllers, mm-hmm. which could mean, you know, a Smash coming or a GameCube support for the eShop or Virtual Console or a Virtual Console. I also thought that if they do bring GameCube games to Switch, I would totally play the original Animal Crossing again. Yeah. I enjoyed that game a lot. No, it's great. Mm-hmm. I love basically every one of their games. I didn't play yeah. Happy Home Designer because I didn't care. Yeah. But... Like, the real Animal Crossing releases mm-hmm. have all been excellent. You played the one on 3DS? Yeah, a lot. New Leaf. Mm-hmm. Although, if I went into my... I always say this. If I went into my my town in New Leaf... Did you watch Breaking Bad? Oh, it's my favorite TV show of all time. Okay. Yeah. You know that last season when Walter comes back mm-hmm. and the house is, like, full of... Graffiti yeah. and debris and yeah. That's what my New Leaf town looks like right now, probably. Oh, no. Like, all the flowers are dead. Yeah. Like, everything's fucking gross. Yeah. All, like, my house has been tagged by vandals, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it can't look good. It's been years since I've been to my New Leaf town. But when I was playing it, mm-hmm. oh, man, fishing on that thing, I was doing that way too much. Because <laughs> 3DS was a great system. I played yes. the hell out of that for probably four years. Mm-hmm. And then it's really only in the last year that I have stopped. Mm-hmm. Switch. Yeah. You know, but even going, I I should have played uh, Link Between Worlds. You should. That game is great. But I never got around to it. You know, it's there, Asif, waiting for you. Yeah. Go back to a link to the past. Uh. You won't. You <laughs> won't regret it. That should be one of your projects for 2018. To beat that game. Yeah, that'd be tough. It's it's fun. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> she stopped. Um. So yeah, that's a that's my initial impressions of the of uh I almost called it New Leaf Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Okay. Well, it's a great game. Pick it up. It's free. If you don't like it, delete it. Right. But uh, add me. I'll put my friend code somewhere. Okay. My, Show notes. My eight digit code 
for being a friend. Still with the friend Still codes. Still with the friend codes. Uh. Now, Nintendo... Clearly, they don't give a damn what we think. Nope. Because they're still using friend codes. Yep. But I, there's got to be a reason for it, man. It has to It has to come back to children and I think keeping kids safe. I think there's, a, there's part of Nintendo where they're like, we will not compromise on this thing to prevent kids from being you know, engaged by a predator. Yeah. I feel like they take it to a different level and that's why parents do trust them. Uh, to their kids because i i don't think if you go on xbox live you can befriend anyone very easily that is like the cd underbelly of online gaming right it's it's humble. a hideous hideous place yeah and you have your kid with the headphone on I, I have friends with kids and they're like i heard what they were saying on xbox live and i told them they couldn't play with a headset anymore yeah because they meet people online who are really cd characters yep so it's like I think Nintendo is doing something here. And, of course, they're doing it in Nintendo fashion where they take it too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's why. I think there, I think there's some sort of positive reasoning behind this. Yeah, it that, makes sense. But at the same time, it's horrible. It's a terrible user experience. It's a terrible user experience if you're an adult and don't really need to worry about yeah. that stuff. I, you know, same. I would lump that in the same category as uh, voice chat support for Switch. Yeah, and how you have to MacGyver that thing mm-hmm. to use it. Yeah, I think but, it's, I think it's a lot like that. But then you yeah. think about it, most kids have a Discord now. Yeah, most but I mean that's mo- the thing. Like Nintendo says, if you want to use that, you can use that. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to use our solution, you have to jump through these hoops. Yeah. So I think that that's why mm-hmm. we continue to see these frustrating online systems from Nintendo. Because I already signed in with my Nintendo Network account. Right. Why do I have to make friends in different games? Why can't my friends from my Nintendo Network account translate across games? And that reminds me of the DS. I think the DS was the first system that used the friend codes. Mm-hmm. I remember my DS had a, like a system code, but then there were also friend codes for each individual game. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, okay, if I have a system, why can't I give you the system, system code? And I understand like, well, what if I trade that in? But what if I trade in the game? Then I have to get a new friend code anyway. Yeah. So now that they have the Nintendo Network, like I have this ID, let me just use my ID. It seems like it's they're never gonna. I don't know. I I mean I I take them to task for this because objectively it sucks. But like this is a thing again with my tastes. Like it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, because on I don't know. I don't care about multiplayer with this. Like if I have to add your friend code once, I'll do that to play you. See, play I care about you. multiplayer. Yeah. I know you you like your bots. I like playing random people. Yeah. I like being better than random people. Okay. Like uh, Quake, Quake Champions. Yeah. I'll jump in and play some some uh, deathmatch. Mm-hmm. You know, free for all. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's that's my jam, man. Even in, in Halo or Halo 2, I would jump in and play Rumble Pit. I, sure. I love free for all deathmatch FPS. Yeah. That's one of those games where I want to play online. I like that too, but I will only go so deep. I don't do voice chat. No. Because I think that's distracting. And oh, it's no. Not, it's not when I look. I just want to sit there and play and then go on to the next game. Yeah. Play. Oh, no. Who yeah. the, I don't want to talk to any of these people. Right. I'm trying to kill them. Right. But it's that's the single player aspect. The only time where I yeah. want voice chat is when I'm playing team deathmatch. Yes. So yes. Ha- dead. Halo yeah. 2 was a good example of that. We I played right. a ton of four on four in that. Uh, Destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to want voice chat for a game like that. Right. Overwatch. You're going to want voice chat for a game like that. And if you've seen some of the videos about voice chat and Overwatch, it's almost equally as toxic as Halo. 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 and that's probably why I don't play that game as much because mm-hmm. I don't want to play a team game. Or you just play with your friends. Yeah. You know. Yeah, or you play with your friends on TeamSpeak. Mm-hmm. But I like being just one player among eight trying to kill. Yeah. And I, that's the part of PUBG that I do like. Mm-hmm. When you go in there solo and you're trying to win your chicken dinner, that's fun. Yeah. I understand why yeah. that's fun. The Battle Royale format is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's those are our thoughts on the whatever the hell yeah multiplayer on nintender yeah so yeah as much as animal crossing is fun it still has those stupid design decisions that nintendo has across the board still yeah but yeah get it it's free why not give it a try i'll give it a try yeah you should give it a try and uh everyone should and the fishing's fun it's free animal crossing fishing in my pocket now this is trouble for me yeah this is bad this is not good. Fishing I'm going to have like 400 fish by the end of the week and I'll accomplish Anytime. nothing. Yeah. Like on a week where we're heading into Thanksgiving already, like I was already less productive. Now I'm even less productive. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Nintendo. Uh, but I love them. Yeah. So we're thankful for them. Also angry. Thankful, angry, baffled yeah. by their design decisions. That's the life of being a Nintendo fan. For sure. So yeah. Let's talk. You know, last week... I talked about uh, a little bit of the investing side of things. Previously on Shotcast. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. A callback of sorts. Sure. We talked about GameStop. Right. And I was like, you know what? I own GameStop. And I actually bought some last week mm-hmm. before the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think they're cheap. I thought at $16, I think it was like $16.15, mm-hmm. I was picking up some shares last week. And I already owned some. I already had options on some. Anyway, they reported earnings today. They actually missed the estimate on sales. They only had 1.99 billion of sales versus 2 billion expected. Okay. And they also they, but they earned and this is where it's per share, right? So they mm-hmm. earned 59 cents per share and the Wall Street was expecting them to only earn 43 cents or 42. Okay. The bar had been lowered so far for them that they were able to beat expectations. Wow. So it's like the stock, it's up like uh, after hours, it's at $18 a share. So if you happen to listen and maybe bought some shares this week, you'd be doing pretty good. I should have written that article. Yeah. Shame on me. Yes. But if you listen to the Shaq cast, you got the inside track. That's right. And GameStop might not, the reports of GameStop's death may have been put off for a year or two or three. You know what? I... I have always found GameStop to be very adaptable. They don't just stick with, you know, they don't just stick to their current path. If they have to take a detour, they will. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Uh, they had, uh, what the the part that I had mentioned was the ThinkGeek revenue. Yeah. So th- it was like a hundred something million dollars and it was up 26% year over year. Mm-hmm. The fastest growing part of their business is ThinkGeek. Yeah. Which makes sense. You know, that's uh, the accessory side of it. Yeah. I think that's only going to go up. Oh, yeah, for that's, sure. That's the kind of thing that people will buy in a mall. I went into a GameStop a couple of days ago. I don't even remember why, but I was, like, sidling and shimming between displays of accessories and T-shirts and, like, bobblehead figures, whatever, Funko or I don't remember. Foam, swords. Yeah. There's just all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah. 
And I wasn't even annoyed. I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is this is a GameStop now. Mm-hmm. They've got games along the walls, and in between, it's just like a department store, video game department store now. Yeah, it's uh, games and stuff around games. Yeah. And shirts. Yep. They have a lot of T-shirts now. I don't know if you noticed that. They, I, I did. I also noticed they've always had a lot of cool knickknacks. Like, you can go in there and get pretty cool iPhone cases, mm-hmm. uh, just all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah, so I'm surprised. That I I was thinking they would probably be down because I I mentioned them on the chat cast. I was like, oh great, now it's written on the internet in stone that I liked GameStop <laughs> stock. Right. But then it went up. So I was like, wow, maybe I'm not an idiot. Right. Hey, there you go. It's still cheap. So Even you can here. still get on. Yeah, it went up nine percent after hours. It's a lot, but like I said, it's it's trading even now less than its liquidation value. Very That's cool. why I keep preaching about it. Is that it's like a it's a long-term kind of a play, but if you if you like to speculate, I'd rather buy this than Bitcoin right now. Yeah, but maybe I'm an idiot because Bitcoin keeps going up every day, so who knows? Yeah, we need more game trader articles. I know, I'll get on that after I read your Quake feature and <laughs> after I <laughs> oh yeah, I had to do this uh, stream this week. That's right. Yeah, we got a sponsorship deal. Shaq News News. Yeah, Shaq News News. Yep. Nyko. It's a good company. Yeah, absolutely. Accessory company. They're going to be promoting our stream. I feel uh, like they're like Mad Cats, but good. It's yeah. kind of all, how I've always thought of Nyko. That's so true. <laughs> oh, poor Matt. Let's pour out some hints. Hey, I own a ton of Mad Cats gear back in the day, but it was always like it always felt like a toss up. Like maybe this will this control will be good, maybe not. Yeah, it was Nyko never, has never been like that. No, honestly, it just hasn't. Yeah, so I have I got a box of goodies from them, all sorts of free stuff, uh, cool. and then we're gonna be doing giveaways on the stream. Okay, so it'll be kind of cool. Yeah, switch accessories. All right. So if you guys like Nintendo Switch, and you should, I got some accessories to give away. Uh, the first stream is going to be Friday. Uh, so hopefully when this podcast goes Black up, Friday, Friday? Black Friday, Friday. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. First stream. And then I think we're going to be doing this for about two months. So, cool. Yeah. Once a week, a uh, sponsored stream. How about that? I like it. I do too. Uh, so yeah, that's money's good. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's talk about money real quick. Okay. You know, a couple weeks ago, another Shackcast, call back to what, episode 11. Yeah. We did an episode about charity shaming millionaires. <laughs> yeah. And I had mentioned CBS because Giant Bomb uh, is a CBS owned company. Along with uh, GameSpot? GameSpot, that's right. They're under the, this is the CBS interactive umbrella. That's correct. Okay. So, GameSpot, mm-hmm. right? They had their extra life stream. Mm-hmm. And unlike us, you know, we streamed on game day. So, yeah, how does this work? You have a whole month where you can do a stream. All right? year. All, all year. Yeah. It's just that you dedicate, this is your day to do it. Okay. And people raise money all year long. Right. Like, we can still raise money for it. Uh, that's why I left it up on the chatty. Right. It's like, hey, give money. Right. Um, but yeah, they had a 72 hour marathon okay. across three continents. Mm-hmm. This is just game spot. Just game stop. spot. Yeah. Not stop. Spot. <laughs> I do that too. I know. It's like dyslexic nightmare. <laughs> so they have raised in their three days, 
three continents, mm-hmm. fifteen thousand six hundred five dollars. Mm-hmm. Shack News, you know, we raised. I think we're the. There have been other streams that have gone on, so we're now number seven overall. Sure. Uh, kind of funny's ahead of us by three grand. Frag Force is ahead of us. But yeah, we raised eighty four thousand two hundred seventy or two hundred thirty seven dollars in a day. Right. And we're not owned by CBS. No. Giant Bomb has raised two hundred forty eight thousand two hundred nineteen dollars. That's yeah, that's awesome. And they're owned by CBS. Right. And they only streamed for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. So great. Congratulations to Giant Bomb. And they've raised over a million dollars in 10 years. Yeah. So that's pretty great. Yeah, that is pretty great. And you know, you got to ask yourself, what the hell, GameSpot? 72 hours? $15,000? That's all you got? Is your bone with GameSpot or with CBS? I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering who who on earth thinks that that's okay. Right. That they set their goal at 15000 yeah who set their bar so low yeah who doesn't pick up a phone and call the head of cbs interactive and say hey do you have money that you can donate right you all live in san francisco you're doing this for the the mark benioff hospital right call him yeah you're surrounded by millionaires how many millionaires live in canton I know only I, I know of one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, like that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I it's yeah. baffling to me. Yeah. Like that's a lot. Okay, fifteen thousand dollars is great. Mm-hmm. Extra life has raised over nine million dollars this year. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Rooster Teeth has raised a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. But to stream in three continents for seventy two hours and only raise fifteen thousand dollars is kind of I I have to call you out. Yeah. That's not enough. Right. That's not. Like it's uh it's good. And like all those guys that did it, I'm not I'm not hating on the people who streamed. No. Like good on them for doing that. But pick up a phone and call one of these rich people who writes your checks. Yeah, I mean it's 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 uh you know, kind of a callback to what you talked about a couple of weeks ago where these executives are just kind of not either they're clueless just unaware of extra life or they're just holding on to those purse strings yeah either way it's like what the hell's going on yeah like call them out i know we're calling everyone out on other things but this is greed because yeah. it's a tax deduction mm-hmm. and i i see how GameSpot is viewed as a website in the games media yeah and it's one of the biggest yeah to see little sites like us kick the crap out of them in fundraising, right? That's baffling. Yeah. And just one little nugget of information that drives me fucking insane. Mm-hmm. The CEO of CBS <laughs> yeah. made $69 million last year. He makes $15,000. Their goal? Yeah. In 2 hours. Yeah. Every 2 hours, Les Moonves makes 15 grand. And they raised 15000 in 72 hours. Yeah. Something does not add up here. And it's nothing to do with anyone who works at GameSpot. Like, thank nope. you guys for streaming. Thank you for your effort. I appreciate what you guys did. Yeah. But what the hell? 
The people who own your site don't give a damn. Yeah. Or they're not paying attention. Either way, there's something wrong. Yeah, that's too bad. So that that bothered me. Yeah. It had been eating at me all week. I, I, I've been watching it. I watched their streams. Right. You know, I try to support Extra Life people. Sure. And I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I'm, but to set your goal that low says something, too. It does. So yeah, and that, I agree. So, come on. Step your game up next year. Mm-hmm. Giant Bomb is making you guys look bad. And you guys are owned by the same company. So, I don't know if maybe Giant Bomb's pulling those those people. Maybe they have, they, they've been doing it longer. I don't know if that has something to do with it. But, come on. Like, get somebody to donate. Or, or just merge your two efforts. Yeah. Into one team. Yeah. You know? But... They do a 72-hour stream, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, it's it's uh, it's baffling and, and a little disappointing. It That, to me, seems just, almost like promotional. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're doing 72 hours for the kids. Mm-hmm. We did 24 and raised 84 grand. Right. You did 72 hours and raised 15 grand. I'm numbers-driven. Yeah. You know, and it's like, come on. And I know that you're 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 owned by a billion dollar company, and someone in that company could have written a check for fifteen grand by themselves, yeah, without even batting an eye. That's what drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not about anyone who was. I said this episode a few weeks ago. It's not about anyone who streamed, right. anyone who works at that site. I do question the person who set their limit where it was because mm-hmm. they were like they hit it on the nose. Like we're gonna raise fifteen grand and we're gonna hit it right on the nose, right. I'm like, do you only expect to get money from the people watching your stream? Because that's not how charity works. Right. Like, if you've watched any kind of charity, if you've seen any kind of charity thing, that's not how it works. Right. So I'm more than happy to go over there and teach them how to pick up the phone and call their superiors. For sure. Maybe this is why I don't get hired by companies. (laughs) I'm more of a... well, I don't know. You raise a good point. You know, the executives should be more involved. It's a tax write-off. It's it's good PR. There are really no downsides. To yeah. It. Like, what's the downside to Les Moonves writing a million-dollar check to Extra Life? Yeah. Nothing. There's no. There's no downside. Kids get health care, but maybe there's this thing where maybe maybe billionaires just don't want kids to be healthy. Maybe that could be it. Seems like a trend. Yeah. Um, another horrible thing happening. It's way worse than this. Okay. Is this net neutrality nonsense. Yes. Our potato internet's going to get even more potato-y. Yeah. Can you imagine? We're up. To, we're down to spud internet now. It's going to be worse than Battlefront 2. What they're going to do to us. Yeah. Not 40, 40 hours. It's going to be like $40 to stream a Star Wars movie. Yeah. The Giving the power to the ISPs. Yeah. Is it's super dangerous. And at a time where we're selling, you know, the, they've allowed these mergers, right? Comcast owns NBC Universal. AT&T's trying to buy Time Warner. Mm-hmm. You know? So you have these internet service providers that now own content. Verizon, right? They own Huffington Post. They own these right. different things. Right. They're totally going to give preferential treatment to the content that they own. Mm-hmm. So Netflix is in trouble. Yep. It might cost $5 more a month to stream Netflix. Do you know a couple of days ago when Amy and I booted up Netflix to watch 
Vampire Diaries on season four. Uh, we got <laughs> we got an advert that said, uh, starting like in a month, you'll be you know, we're raising the price of your Netflix by a dollar ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. Oof. So it has begun. But that's not even that, that's not even what I'm talking about. No, I know. I'm that's that's that Netflix almost coincidentally. That's Netflix trying to fix their problem. Right. They're gonna run into a problem where their customers are getting charged by their ISPs. Yeah. Oh, you want to stream Netflix? Give us some money. Right. It's, it's. I think that's gonna be the danger. This is horrible. Yeah, this is bad. Email your con- your Congress people. Get on the phone and call the FCC and tell Ajit Pat that he's a he's a turd. Mm-hmm. He's a complete puppet for the oligopoly that is the internet mm-hmm. in this country. And it's like we need a free internet. Yeah, because you don't get companies like Netflix to appear out of thin air or uh, Shack News or anything right youtube can you imagine youtube in this world as yeah. a startup yeah they'd never have a chance nope youtube honestly might be the greatest acquisition of all time mm-hmm. two billion dollars for youtube yeah that's cheap that's cheap by current standards facebook's worth billion hundred billions mm-hmm. you know that was the steal of the century yeah but they couldn't succeed in in this new uh world with no net neutrality no and I don't know how it's going to affect us. I really don't. I don't know if I I think we'll be fine because we're not really, if you look at our site, it doesn't take a whole lot of bandwidth to use our site. Right. I think YouTube should be okay in this, but they might have a bullseye on their chest too because yeah. the same people, Time Warner Cable, Comcast, they're going to come for YouTube too. Yeah. So it's, I think it's dangerous. I think we're... I, I feel kind of helpless here. Yeah, it, it is a helpless feeling. And it, this has been an ongoing fight, too. Yeah, but yeah. I think this he called for a vote. So this is it's happening soon. Mm. Of course, he does it on a holiday-shortened week. Yeah, that's typical <laughs> strategy. Yeah. When people just want to go home, so they'll rush through procedure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, I, I don't know. I'm going to write something about this for Shaq. Yeah, you should. Um, but yeah, we're going to try to just have pe- a call to action for Shackers. Yeah. Like, here's what you do. Yeah. If you're freaked out and frustrated by this, here's what you can do. But we don't know. Like, mm. I, I don't know if it's too late. Right. Because it just seems like this congressman is just of for and by the corporation. Yeah. This government is of for and by the corporation. It is. You know, <laughs> it's not. How can we make you a. How can we get you more billions of dollars? Right. You know? What can I do for you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you're not a multi-billion dollar conglomerate, it's it's tough. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to get easier. No. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll post something about this. I just wanted to make sure I had all the facts and figure out exactly what you can do. Right. But yeah, that's... I'm troubled by this. Uh, another stupid thing that I did that isn't scary, but just dumb. Okay. I, I think... I bought the Tesla Roadster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. It's a, I'm a moron. Like, I don't I don't know what I'm thinking. Like I this car's not going to be out till 2020 at the earliest. Yeah. You pre-ordered. I pre-ordered it. Yeah. The pre-order cost 5000, right? Yeah. It's a lot of money. 
but that only gets you a reserve a reserve spot till the 27th of November. In that time, I had to pay for the rest of the car because I, being an idiot, yeah. I pre-ordered the Founders Edition, uh-huh. which I think will get me something. I okay. don't know what. Okay, some DLC loot loot box. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got the Founders Edition. So how much do you think I had to send Tesla this week? Uh, I saw a screen grab <laughs> in Chatty. I think you cut a pretty sizable check, figuratively speaking. Yes, it was a wire. Yeah. You had to wire it to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a stupid amount of money. Yeah. Quarter million dollars. Yeah. Sent to Tesla. And I won't see this for three years. <laughs> That's a hell of a pre-order. That's crazy. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. My house probably, I couldn't even sell it for that much. In so, Ohio, maybe, maybe I could get three hundred. So, what about this car made you take this plunge? The range, six hundred twenty miles on one charge. Mm-hmm. I could drive to Michigan and back. Yeah, and drive anywhere. That's freaking awesome. That is awesome. six hundred twenty miles to the charge. That is awesome. That's insane. My current car gets two hundred sixty-five miles to the charge, which is still great. Yeah. But not the, the elimination of range anxiety. That's why I got it. I was like, no. And the other part of it is that he did this at the end of a semi-truck announcement. Yeah. You know, so he did a one more thing. You know, I love my one more things. I'm yeah. a sucker for one more thing. Oh, yeah. He ha- he comes, the, the truck pulls up. They had two semi-trucks that they unveiled. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm okay with writing a check to Tesla that I won't see anything from for three years. I want to help them fund these projects that are changing the world for the better. Yeah. Uh, a fleet of electric semi-trucks working for Walmart powered by the sun. That's awesome. That can change the world. Yeah. That could really improve our air quality. You know, and they bought them. Do you know Meyer? Uh, it's a store up in Michigan. Okay. They All bought right. a couple. Walmart has bought a couple, uh, uh, I think like 12 trucks. Mm-hmm. So when you see that, and then they come up with this luxury product, with this ridiculous pre-order, mm-hmm. it's so that we can fund the future. Mm-hmm. He's done this in the past. He taps into the wealthy to help fund the projects to help everybody. Okay. Because Tesla is shipping their Model 3 right now. That's a $35,000 car, and they need money. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect way for them to get money. Yeah. Where they don't have to issue more stock. They don't have to borrow any more money. They just say, here's a product. It's coming out. You can give us all the money now if you'd like. Right. And there's people dying to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think I'm alone here. No. I think Haiku said he's getting one. Okay. Uh, Dan SW6. Yeah. He, he he pre-ordered one. Some of our IT professionals. Yeah, you know, chatty. some guys from Google or wherever. Yeah. I think Haiku's from Speed Test. Okay. Ookla. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I I spent about, I don't know, I, it was maybe 10 minutes from when I saw the presentation to when I pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. And then this week I had to move some money around so I could do this. Okay. But yeah, I I bought that car. I'm not going to see it for three years. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's such a dumb thing to do. It's probably going to come out on like December 31st, 2020. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're going to have to wait like the longest possible time. That's fine. I mean, like, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I already have a Tesla. Right. 
I just was like, yeah, I want that thing. Yeah. And like I had, you know, I I've said it before. I had like an amazing year. This mm. is like the best year I've had financially ever in the history of my life. Awesome. So I'm like, oh, you know, like what are you gonna do if you have a bunch of money? I don't have kids. Yeah. Uh, I can't leave it to my dog. Right. I think I can. I could have a trust for her. Oh yeah, you should look into that. I mean, she's a, you know what? Lola has a lot of toys. Right now, none of them mean anything because she has my hand and it's yeah. just being chewed and looked to death. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like I, I'm not. For me, it's like I I can do this. It's a crazy weird thing to do. In the chatty post, I was like, I might come off as a smug d bag even posting this, but like, here's what I did. I did a thing. Yeah, and no, it's I like don't think so. I also said this come. It's gonna come right in time for my next midlife crisis because I turned forty. I turned forty in 2021. Oh, okay. Okay. So like perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. To have my like my my, my whatever my nth right. midlife crisis. So I'm like, yeah, I'll schedule my midlife crisis for. <laughs> you pre-ordered 20- your midlife crisis. There you go. Yeah. You know, and uh, there was an episode. <laughs> this is an awfully weird tangent. There's an episode of uh, Run's House. Did you ever see this show? No. It was a reality show based on Reverend Run from Run DMC. Okay. And his son was giving him crap because he has a Lamborghini. You know, he he's going through a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. He said, "A man going through a midlife crisis buys a Corvette. A man who can afford to buy a Ferrari has no crisis." <laughs> so that's how I feel about the mo- the road. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but this it, is nominally a midlife crisis, or it will be. It'll just be a cool car to get and. I'm excited about just being able to drive without range anxiety at all. Yeah, that's that awesome. Battery, it's zero to sixty in one point nine seconds. Like I don't, e- that's gonna be like face meltingly fast. Yeah. It, uh, have you seen Spaceballs? Yes, I have. The per, the thing where before they showed off the car, they're like, "He's go- we're going plaid." So from ludicrous speed to plaid, right, right. Because the the current Teslas have a mode called ludicrous speed. Okay. And now this will be called plaid, ludicrous speed and plaid. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and the 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 stereo sound goes up to eleven. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a car full of puns and shoutouts yeah. to like awesome movies. That's awesome. It's the attention to detail, though, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. why I got it. That's why I'm like, I, there's very few companies that I champion. Tesla is one of those. I think they're doing good things. I think Elon Musk is a inspirational person yeah i think he's doing good work and that company i'm willing i've done this before i pre-ordered the model s but mm-hmm. it wasn't the at the time it was called the signature series you had to pay 95 grand up front in that case i bought a car in 2011 yeah i gave him five thousand dollars i didn't have to pay for it until 2013 oh okay you know what i mean this time i bought the whole damn car <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now I wait. It's weird. I tweeted at Elon Musk. I'm like, "Your move, Elon Musk." <laughs> like, now what? Like, I just I wait. Uh, but it's it's exciting, man. That's like, awesome. Well, I, good good for you. You've had a good year. Yeah, I've had a a great year. Uh, on the back of a bad year. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. Last year was weird, man. I moved. There was all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, you met me. You we I mean we we had met, but you you saw yeah you saw what I was looking like when I got back here right I, it, like last year was like Vietnam for me yeah so it was nice to get out of that and then for sure this year has been good 
Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to drive my ridiculously expensive, stupid car whenever I, it comes out. I'm expected to ride in it. Yeah, three years. In three years, yeah. I'm like, I don't know where I'll be. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Right. You know, like three years from now, like that's a long time. That is a long time. I've owned Shack News for three years. Right. You know what I mean? Like three years from now, will I still own Shack News? Who knows? Right. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. But Congratulations. I, I think I'll be here. I don't think I'm leaving Ohio. Nah, yeah, you left and you already came back. You know? I left and I, yeah, I never really, I went to college and then I kind of left. Right. I didn't come back after college. Right. I went to Texas. Then I went from Texas to Cali, Cali to Texas, Texas to Cali, back to here. Right. And it's like, I go places that I like. Like, I really liked Seattle when I visited. That mm-hmm. place was cool. Mm-hmm. But there's something about Ohio that just feels nice. Like, getting stuff done here on a daily basis. Yeah. It is nice. It's a, uh, I don't know. We've talked about this a lot, but Ohio is underrated. Mm-hmm. You get all four seasons. In most places, you you can find quiet places to live and still be close to civilization. Yep. And land is ridiculously cheap. Apparently, there's an awesome cuckoo clock. <laughs> yeah, there's a... In Navarre. I think it's Navarre or Worcester. And there's Harry London's. And there's a chocolate factory. Yeah. So what else do you need, really? That's it. Oh, Swenson's. I mean... <sighs> yeah, let's just say Swenson sponsored today's episode. I have another restaurant. Oh, you, oh, you do? I, I did not end up getting Eurogyro last night. I you thought didn't? we were going to, but there's a change of plans. We got a, a food from Aladdin's Eatery. They deliver? They do not deliver. I had to go get it. Ugh. But I got... Uh, I think you added this a few weeks ago. I did, but I, I, I'm still... We're still, you're still enjoying it. You're still eating this. Yeah. And they're open till 10.30, right? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I need places that are open after 10. There's not a whole lot of options after 10 in this town. There are not. You know, it's like everything shuts down at like 9 or 10. Yeah. Uh, Bombay Sitar, they shut down at 10. I think uh, Swenson's is open till 11.30. That sounds right. Um, Eurojar is open until midnight. Yes. And the Canton location, which no one wants to go to, no. is open until 3 in the morning. Yeah. But come winter, I might be pinging those guys. Yeah. We've talked about this, the whole leftovers versus that. Oh, man. So you guys, what'd you get from Milan's Eatery? I get, um, we each get this. There's a sampler pa- platter. It's like $13, but it's very filling. Comes with uh, tabbouleh, uh, grape leaves, hummus. Uh, falafel, ganoush. It's it's delicious. You get a lot of food. Okay, for thirteen bucks. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thinking about getting that tonight. You should try it. They got. I I don't know. I'm gonna have to go in there. Yeah, go check it out. There's always yeah. people in there when I go. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know what else was there that we wanted to talk about today. I think we hit the highlights. I think we hit everything. Next week, we'll have probably a lot of Quake to talk about. Yeah, we should talk about Quake. Yeah. A lot. It'll be the Quake episode. Yeah. I want to do an episode about Quake, and once I'm done reading Quake, I want to mm. read your Apple book. Okay. I want, I want to talk to you about Apple. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I'd like to talk about Apple with you. Okay. Because I, I like Apple, especially that period. That was, yeah, some, that was of, a, some of my first games. It was a great time. Yeah, mine too, actually. Yeah, like some of like those early games, like I... I don't know. I loved. Yeah. There's something beautiful about the simplicity of them. And then also that there was no 
back then it wasn't like yeah i'm a game developer <laughs> yeah like, like i'm a plumber that learned how to program at it night. was <laughs> and oh my game is selling well what does that even mean <laughs> yeah what wait what i mean how much yeah it, it was i love that like hacker mentality of that era yeah uh, it's very different than i think we see it we've talked about this we see it a little bit in the vr space yeah um yeah but yeah i think that was that's a nice average size check cast yeah for, for the folks uh i'll do our usual call outs okay if if you're on the internet and you're, you're trying to figure out something in a game and you need a guide we have some amazing guides with a lot of them if you're trying to buy something this black friday we have some amazing guides mm-hmm. uh for everything tvs vr all the different consoles Go to shackfacts, F-A-Q-S.com. Mm-hmm. It forwards you to our guide section. Or if you're on shacknews.com, you just click the guide button. Mm-hmm. It'll take you right there. Um, yeah, go to shacknews.com for all of our news, reviews, previews, tattoos. Not really. No. Not maybe really. hey, maybe that'll be a Mercury feature. Yeah. Shack tats. Shack tats. People uh, were talking about us having a, a cryptocurrency called Shack Coin. Oh, so maybe I'll do that during this bubble. Sure, make some money. Yeah, step three: profit. Create a currency. Yeah, have you? I'm sure you haven't been watching. Have you? Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm at all? Uh, I catch up after the seasons are done. Okay, so you got. We have some time before we can talk about it. Okay, this week's episode was very good. Okay, very very good. All right, and South Park was actually really good too. Do you know what water bears are? No, they're this really small molecular being that people seem to have found it's like smaller than an amoeba oh okay so the whole episode was about trying to make them nfl fans so the ratings would go up (laughs) 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 it's not really spoiling much but it it was it was really good okay uh i i've been watching a couple of those things um yeah so yeah go to shack uh shacknews.com go to shacknews.com slash chatty if you want to see what appears to be a forum of sorts uh, it's a threaded commenting system where the threads expire every 18 hours. And they don't just talk about video games in there. No, they talk about Trump every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's called the Trump Dump. Yeah, that's, It's written in orange. You'll see apropos. it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot about net neutrality on the chatty today. I mm. haven't read the chatty today. It feels I, I actually was thinking about that earlier. I want to check out what the chatty has to say about net neutrality. Yeah. It's a nice hive mind that we formed over 21 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you'll be welcomed with questions about $300 jeans and pink hoverboards and Quake versus UT. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, join the chatty. Join us over there. And definitely get a Shack News account before Rocket Jump. Uh, the feature comes out because yes. y- you might need one to access some features. You just might. You just might. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash Shaq News Games, because the guy who has slash Shaq News is a jerk. And youtube.com slash Gamer Hub videos, because the guy who has slash Gamer Hub is a jerk, too. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For whatever reason. Yeah. Just because there's probably. Gamer Hub was the worst search engine optimization of all time. Mm there's like gamerhub.tv, gamerhub.net, gamerhub.com, gamerhub.fudge. There's too many gamer hubs. <laughs> we failed there. That's why we bought Shack News. There's only one Shack News. Yeah. Except on YouTube. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go to add us on on Twitter, uh 
He's David L. Craddock. I'm Techno Sucks on Twitter. If you have any comments, I know Bad Kitty's been commenting a lot. Yeah. She said she would live tweet the episode uh, in reaction to us. Yeah. She did that this week. It was great. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Bad Kitty, let us know what you think of this one, too. Yeah. And she thinks we still need to step our game up on uh, comic book knowledge. Well, she's right. She's right, but I don't care. I I know a lot about Batman. You can ask me anything about Batman. He does know a lot about Batman. I also know a lot about Batman. I don't know much about anything else. Everyone, I mean, what else? Justice League came out. Yeah. It didn't do that well in the theater. I saw it. You did? I did. I saw it with my brother. You know what? Because my whole thing was, oh, it's a Batman movie. Oh, no. That's Ben Affleck Batman. That's like the worst Batman. No, no. Have you seen Batman and Robin? George Clooney's was worse. I actually like Batfleck. I do. Really? I, th- I thought I didn't really care for Batman versus Superman. Uh, I was entertained just because Batman beat the snot out of Superman, which is really all I wanted to see. Okay. I but I thought that Batflick was like the saving grace of Batman versus Superman. There were exceptions, like I don't like Batman throwing grenades into packs of thugs. Yeah, but I liked. That? I thought Bat. I thought Ben Affleck had the right presence. I liked his voice. Uh, I liked Batman in Justice League as well. I thought Justice League was okay. Yeah. If if Batman versus Superman was an F or D, like Justice League was like a C plus, like it was better, but the bar was already so low. The movie had a lot like of Game problems. Stop. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that movie was it was not it was not bad. Uh, it was okay. Okay, it's okay. Uh, that does. I was talking about this on a uh, happy hour with Charles. I just don't go to movies very often, like unless I really want to see it. Like it, I really wanted to see it. Yeah. So I was like, I have to go see this in the theater. Um, I've been there t- three times this year. I saw it. I saw Happy Death Day, which was really, really good. Was it good? It was great. I need to see that. I went home and pre-ordered it on Amazon. I'm gonna watch. Th- I was. I was. We actually talked about that movie specifically on Happy Hour. It's fantastic. I, I want to see that movie. Yeah. Uh, I just don't care to see it in the theater. I can see it at home. And then I saw Justice League. The reason I do it. So two reasons. First of all, my brother. He lived in Michigan for a while with his girlfriend. Now he's back in Ohio. Mm-hmm. He teaches in the Canton area. So every now and then he's like, "Hey, you want to go hit a movie?" And I do. We're hanging out. Yeah. The other thing is, I don't know if you knew this. I was not aware of this. Tinseltown, $5 tickets on Tuesdays. What? Yeah. $5 tickets. See a movie on Tuesday. I'm going to be seeing more movies now because before that was my whole thing. Like movies yeah. come out so quickly. Case in point, I got home from Justice League, booted up PSN. I could pre order Justice League. Okay. I can wait three or four months to like buy a movie and own it and watch whatever I want. But if I'm only paying $5 a ticket instead of like $10, $15, yeah, I'll go check out a movie. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty good. It's a pretty good deal. I like watching movies at home with the puppy. I prefer that too. I've always liked the theater experience though. Yeah. It was just so expensive, especially if you're going for two people because you want to get snacks, you want to drink. You yeah. Know, you know, it could just add up. But yeah, for $5 it ends up being a like ticket. $30, $40 at the end of the night. And again, like for less than that, I could get the Blu ray or the digital exactly. or whatever. But there are some movies where, like, I'm only going to watch them once. Yep. So I'll probably target those movies for the next, like, $5 Tuesday. Whatever. That's good to know. Yeah. I was unaware of that. Keep that in your back pocket. But, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to see Justice League. Don't see Justice League in the theaters. Just watch it at home. Right. Do you know that Batman was, along with The Flash, part of the comedic relief in that movie? Dude was funny. No, in a good way. (laughs) In a good way. Everybody freeze. No, not that. See, that's a bad way. That's the worst way. <laughs> that's the worst Batman. I'll give you that. Clooney no, was terrible. Yeah. That movie was awful. The nipples, the bat credit card, the bat skates. All awful. Yeah. That was shameful. Yeah. But 
I can't. No. I, I'm done. The Dark Knight was perfect. Those movies were great. Don't give me another Batman right now. I don't need another Batman right I now. I want more Batman because I don't care about the other superheroes. I'm just not, like, I don't dislike them. I'm just kind of apathetic. Uh, apparently, I read today, Ben Affleck is done. They just haven't announced it yet because they're going to wait until Justice League settles down a little bit. But Matt Reeves has talked to uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, among other actors, to play Batman in his trilogy. He's writing a trilogy of oh, Batman Oh, sweet films. Jesus. Another Batman trilogy? Another Batman trilogy. I hope they don't reboot it. You know, I own anotherbatmantrilogy.com. Do you really? Yeah. Because, Jesus Christ, we're going to have yeah. another Batman trilogy for the rest of our lives. It's a postmodern hellscape we live in. Not for me, my friend. I will be there. I understand that, but come on. Here's the thing. Can't we do something new? <laughs> well, that, yes, tying into that. I don't want to reboot. I don't want to learn about how Bruce Wayne's parents were killed. I know all that. Yeah. And I don't think there has to be continuity. I would rather it be like Batman 89. Okay. Where, like, you know, you have to have the flashback to, like, the scene in Crime Alley. That's fine. But like, don't make it like Batman Begins. Don't make that a fundamental part of the story. Just, yeah. just assume we know who Batman is and how he became Batman, and just write a new story. Okay, that's my thing. I'm more open to that. Like you, Batman's my favorite superhero, so I'm not. It's not me hating on Batman. It's me hating on Hollywood and its lack of originality it, it's, and how it rewards just doing the same thing over again. It does. And like, I it's think almost time for another Ladybugs movie. The thing is, oh, you're right. <laughs> that but movie was great. The thing is, um, I look at Spider-Man as the poster child of what, how not to do superhero movies. Like, How yeah. many times have they rebooted that in the yeah, past exactly. like 10, 15 years? Exactly. I don't want that for Batman. No. I will take a new Batman trilogy, but I don't want to start at like square one every single time. Yeah. I don't want that. Okay. Yeah. We'll agree to disagree on parts of this. But yeah, I, sure. under I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I just kind of want, like, a movie like Cloud Atlas, I liked because it was something different. Yeah. It wasn't a traditional hero movie. It, I don't know what it was, really. You're going to love Happy Death Day. That movie was so good. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. It was great. Uh, I saw the preview for that during it. I just don't go to the theater very often. No, 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 no. I live my hermit life. I do too, but man, you know, so I hadn't been to the theater in years. The last time I went before, maybe this year or last year, Tinseltown didn't have like the recliner. So now you reserve seats. What? You go and you buy a ticket and you oh, have so to reserve seats. Oh, so they made Tinseltown seats. nice? Yeah. Is this the one over by Walmart? Yeah, on the strip. Really? Yes. You huh. reserve seats. You have your whole recliner. You can like recline, lean back. There are controls. It's really Damn. nice. Actually, no, wait. You're right. I remember that now. I did have a recliner during it. Yeah. See? I did. Okay, yep. cool. What a time. Yeah. Even, time Can even Canton's getting good theaters. For sure we are. We're stepping up. Harry it's London's $5 Tuesdays at Tinseltown. So they're, they're bad, Kitty. We talked about comic book movies. Yeah. Batman is the best. Justice League, not so much. Nah. Ben Affleck, I don't know. Tell me, Osif. I Do you bleed? <laughs> you will. They actually, there's a callback to that, and it's pretty clear. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Oh, no, I mean like hilarious in a good way. Not like this. Yeah. Not like this. Oh, it's like this. Uh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, so I guess the... Uh, I was. I, I basically said on YouTube website, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Jack News. Go there. We're yeah. streaming a lot more. Like I said, we're going to have a Nyko stream on Friday if you want to watch me play Mario Odyssey. That's and right. Stay home. Avoid the crowds. Hang really? out with Shack News. Do it with Shack News. Yeah, really. Or even if you're in the crowd... 
and you're waiting in one of those Black Friday lines, uh, yeah. pull out your phone and watch us on Twitch. Right. You can watch Twitch on mobile. That's right. Unless net neutrality has crippled Twitch by then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, it's funny because it's going to be true. Yeah. You know, we were, ta- we were complaining about loot boxes, man. Think about... Uh, Think about the amount of money we're going to have to pay for access to different video services. That's true. That's so true. Hello. Lola is over. She's done. She's, yeah. been, she's licked every part of you today. Like, That's we're, a wrap. She's licked both of your arms, yeah. your hands. My hands are just like there's just this hardened. Hardened saliva. Of saliva. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, if you're on the internet before they shut it down. Right. And you, you got the Twitter DLC. Internet so had can, a good run. If you have the Facebook and Twitter DLC package on yes. your ISP, yes, uh, and you're sharing information, this isn't specifically addressing anyone. This is just a, a PSA, mm-hmm. public service announcement. That's right. If you're sharing something on the internet, click the link, read the article, watch the video, listen to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast even. But do that before you go ahead and share it. Because it makes you a more informed reader, more informed sharer of information. It prevents you from sharing fake news, which is a big problem these days. Yeah. And you know what? It helps the people who are creating the content. That view is going to help them. If you like someone who makes videos, like say you like Greg. You're one of those people. Right. Who likes Greg. There are a few. Watch his video. Yeah. Give him a like. You know, you should be subbing to us by now. Right. Or uh, if you like me, if you like David, you should read David's article whenever it posts. Yeah. It's coming soon. It, it's, I mean, it's done. It's imminent. Yeah. You know, what's amazing is you've been working on this for the whole Shack cast. Yeah, that's true. Our first episode was about Quake. <laughs> that's true. And you've been working on this the entire time this show's been going on. Yeah. So now it's coming to an end. Yeah. And we will talk about Quake. Yeah. And it'll be great. Yep. So, yeah. And you're going to go out there and share it on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn even. Yeah. If you're on LinkedIn. I don't know who's on LinkedIn. Or if you're snapping the chat with the chap snatter. Sure. <laughs> if you, if you like grams I just of invented the a billion dollar app. Snap, chap snatter. Chap snatter. <laughs> if, if you're into grams of the instant variety. Yeah. Yeah. Post these things. Yeah. But read the article. Click the link. Be informed. Be an informed reader and sharer of information. Do it for Shack News. And do it for yourself. It's a good thing. And happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We're thankful for you guys for listening to us, for supporting us. Go on there on the iTunes and the Google Play and all around the internet and sing our praises if you like us. Yes. If you don't, tweet at Greg Burke. (laughs) It'll be great. Yeah, that's right. I love Greg. Direct it all to Greg. He Greg. loves to get into internet wars anyway. He does. He'll be happy to receive you. He'll be he would gladly receive your trolling. <laughs> he moderates our YouTube comments. God bless him. Wow. I know. No wonder he's so cynical and bitter. Exactly. Okay, I understand now. There's some context for you. Another piece of the puzzle. Another the piece of the puzzle. So yeah, thank you guys very much. Uh Lola remains the best puppy on the planet. She was very good this episode besides licking so uh yeah go out there and do it for shack news